You're listening to The Q Podcast, Conversations in Digital Media. Here's part two of our conversation with Spencer Healy with Zeta Global. In this part, we discuss the shift to the cookie-less world coming in 2022, how the industry could adapt, and how Zeta's data cloud positions them and us for a cookie-less world and beyond. You're in The Q, part two. All right, I love. I want to jump into the cookie-less future. And really, honestly, a lot of our partners or a lot of people in the industry don't may not know exactly what's uh, what what cookie list means or what a cookie is and the change that's coming from the Google and Apples of the world. So I'd love to jump into that. I think it's an extremely important topic, especially in the, our industry right now, because it's coming. And for our advertisers to understand it a little bit more. So there's not as much panic uh, when it comes to the idea like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose targeting options. Okay, you necessarily aren't going to lose what you think you're going to lose. So I'd love to kind of understand what a cookie-less future looks like, what it is, what a cookie is, and kind of let you go go with it on that. Absolutely. So what is a cookie uh, and why do we have them? Cookies were originally designed to make the internet more efficient, uh, to make the, the user experience easier to navigate. You know, for example, if you go to, let's say you go to big charts, for example, um, and every time you go and you search for a particular stock symbol, well, it's dropping a cookie in your browser that tracks those stock symbols you searched. So that if you click into that drop down, you can see your different options that you searched previously. So you can readily access anything that is more pertinent to you. It's really a customization sort of approach that earlier on the internet websites were taking uh, to make sure they were improving the overall user experience. Now, keeping in mind, none of these cookies store any personally identifiable information, typically speaking. Of course, you can make sure your browser does store your, um, you know, your, your credit card tracking information, your email information, but usually unless you've actually created a profile on these websites, it's not going to store that. So you pretty much are the one who's choosing whether or not you're giving up your PII. A standard cookie doesn't include any of that stuff. It's just, okay, what does this person search for? You know, what are some of their more common usage habits across this website? And then you come into the emergence of programmatic where a lot of different companies started going like, hey, these things are actually really valuable data attributes that we can use to optimize the advertising experience and find the people, the right users to serve the impression to on the right website, you know, against the right content at the right time in hopes that we can hopefully get this person to buy something. Um, so really, this was an expansion of the advertising experience and you know, not to go off on a quick tangent of why advertising is super important, but advertising drives businesses forward. It helps people pay other people, which in turn pay their families, so on and so forth. So, yeah. you know, really this, this expansion of, of cookies and their capabilities just enables more growth across the entire economic spectrum. Every company that is actually running a quality platform or color, uh, sorry, a quality, campaign for their brand can really start to see positive ROI from it. So it's really about optimizing the right approach to drive business further. So coming down off that soapbox, that's really <laughs> how advertising took, took the cookie and went, how do we make this experience better and actually uh, a real revenue and income driver for businesses to drive those things forward. So that's sort of the background of cookies. Now, a lot of folks get a little bit creeped out when they go, why am I seeing ads for shoes that I looked at two days ago, but on a completely different website, you know, something like that. So people begin to think that, 
oh, my PAI is getting taken. I, I feel, I don't feel like this is right. This is my data. You know, these are, there's a lot of different arguments around the debate um, against whether or not we should have cookies or not. Well, basically the debate is ending because on the Apple side of things, they want to end IFA. <clears throat> And on the Google side of things, they want to end cookies, also on Safari as well. So the two biggest uh, browsers out there ending cookies does have pretty massive repercussions across the entire advertising ecosystem, most, yeah, of, most yeah. of which are being hotly debated. There's still a lot of questions around actually whether or not this will happen. You know, there's even questions around, you know, are the different departments in these various companies communicating about the impact? So I think we're all still a bit in limbo about whether this is happening it sounds yeah, like it's yeah. going to happen but time frames haven't been established so there's still a lot up in the air in that regard about when and how this is happening now to react to that companies like live ramp and the trade desk have really taken the the charge in creating their own unique identifiers so that we could hopefully have a single identifier to use across the entire industry uh, now this is really important for performance campaigns that you need some type of data to make sure you're targeting the right users. Now, most algorithms were built around the cookie and making sure that we were really trying to target the right cookies, um, score those cookies against a propensity scoring algorithm and make sure that this is the right user for this impression. So um, now with all that being said, how do we react from here? Do we adopt which of these, these different options do we adopt? Is it a live ramp? Is it a, is it a trade desk? Again, nobody quite knows. There's potential litigation conversations happening around it at this point yeah, too. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's definitely one that's very, very murky to talk about as a general concept. So, but how do we, like, we still need to move forward as a business. We still wanna make sure we're driving our life for our advertisers and giving a good experience to our partners. So one of the big things they're talking about are our cohorts. Um, so Google themselves has said this is a solid option where you're getting basically an opt-in file of users and they're going to be decided they're going to get targeted, but it's not going to be hyper accurate. Um, so there's still some conversation around how that's going to work too. Uh, and Google themselves has pretty much said that this is, you know, something that everyone's going to have to go through, but I must admit if dr performance drops off most people will probably shift their money into search so we, we can understand yeah, yeah. why it'll benefit them to a great degree um anyway shifting gears to to zeta and how we continue to move forward um the thing is with those different elements i discussed previously from a deterministic data set so we really do know what device correlates to what email and if we have their ips and then we have the user agent data which is all passed back via open rtb spec we can still have solid amounts of data points that each company can store in their own data cloud or their own data store, however they're getting into it, um, to make sure they're using that information to drive their campaigns forward. So uh, that's how Zeta's really positioned ourselves to be strong in regards or in spite rather of any cookies being duplicated. So we're, we're definitely hopeful that that still continues positive, uh, positive performance. We're really building all of our algorithms to really adapt to this change, to not have these cookies involved. Um, so really making sure we're understanding how these individual emails, these determinist profiles, which of course that email is mapped to an encrypted identifier at, at Zeta. So it's always data at rest. It's not something that can really be manipulated outside of Zeta either. Um, so we're definitely making major strides in that regard. 
regard. There's still a number of things that are being worked on as we try to adapt to the changing ecosystem. Um, but yeah, so we, we believe we're incredibly well positioned for a cookie-less world to continue providing the same support yeah. for DR performance. And of course, we're setting up to make sure we're finding the right inventory for all of our branding campaigns. That's a great answer. So do you think that the reason why this there's this push for a cookie of this world is they're they're using the veil of privacy. We think that, you know, there this is affecting users' privacy. So we're trying to change that. Or do you I mean, or is it potentially something that, you know, we think that an app or Google potentially is doing to be more of a, mon a mon uh, monopolistic type power in the industry? Well, you know, I think any business is going to try and do what they think is right for them. And yeah. both of these companies are in positions of power that, you know, they say, well, we control this asset. And realistically, there's an entire third party ecosystem like Zetas of the world, like the trade desks of the world that are really built off of these technologies. And it's, you know, you look at somebody like the trade desk, a publicly traded company, which has got like a $70 billion market cap now or something. Yeah. Um, I don't quote me on that. I haven't checked my stock prices. <laughs> uh, yeah. the trade desk. Um, but uh, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, we, we're definitely doing everything we can to, to try and adapt. So um, <laughs> I think I'm losing my train of thought, um, but yeah. yeah, so um, we'll keep yeah. going back to folks. Yeah, so let's, say, so let's say I'm, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a small mom and pop sandwich shop. I'm called Spencer's mm -hmm. Sandwiches. And, uh, you know, I've been doing, you know, programmatic advertising and been advertising on, you know, online for a really long time. Well, you know, I'm a partner of Q1 Media. And of course we, uh, you, know, you know, take advertising dollars and we work directly with Zeta on that. What, you know, if I'm this person, I hear about this potential cookie list thing that's coming in 2022 from Google, should I be worried or will my life stay the same? Will it be significantly different um, when it comes to if we run our campaign with Zeta? So do, do you mean from an individual user experience? Yeah, or from an so an individual experience? user, if I'm, if I'm, if I have advertising dollars for my sandwich shop, I'm going to run it. But all of a sudden I hear that I'm not going to be able to target I hear that there there's potential that I won't be able to use behavioral targeting or audience targeting for people that are that want to have lunch in this said area. Should I be worried that it'll be significantly different or do you think, you know, or we just don't know yet? Yeah, I think it's it's hard to say because the the development of cohorts in and of itself or flock I believe the acronym is now acronym is now rather, uh, we just don't know exactly how that's going to work. You know, nobody has ingested these into their DSPs. We haven't seen how they work against their algorithms. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that it's hard to say how things will change. You know, we, we're all trying to adapt to this. Uh, Google themselves has said, you know, performance for DR campaigns will suffer. Uh, that should be our anticipation. But until we actually have a solid grasp, or grasp rather, um, on the, the technology, on the data sets, until we've been able to apply that to our algorithms, there's no way of knowing for sure. So uh, I think every, every CMO needs to be very, very, um, very careful about how they approach this time and when they're deploying their, their marketing budgets. Um, so every single company has to assess their strategy and when this end date comes to, comes into effect, you know, you need to be ready to adapt. Um, and I guess to go back to your, your question about, I'm trying to choose the right words for this one, you know, do the, do the companies have, 
any sort of negative uh, in, or negative desire to impact the industry. Again, it just comes back to, you know, we want to do what's right for our business. We think the the privacy debate has reached really a threshold of people think that they should be paid for their data. If you're using my browsing habits to make uh, to make money off of, you know, I should be. I should be compensated for that. So that's kind of a, a big shifting thing. And of course that just eats into a number of profits and, and that stuff. So it's a negative impact yeah. overall to business. So do I think there's any sort of negative um, intent there? I'm gonna say no. Uh, I think you can definitely justify it as a legit reaction to privacy debates. Absolutely. Um, you could definitely fit it within under that guise, but you know we all just have to adapt to these these different companies that control such large parts of the ecosystem, or we can also rely on government to do their job for potential antitrust violations. But I'm going to let that conversation be worked out in the courts. I'm definitely not a lawyer, so don't quote me on anything. Yeah, no, absolutely, and I think what's great for you know Zeta and also QM Media as well is not you know. We're also we're we're in we're not only on the side with the advertiser, but we're also partners with the Google and, and at Apple and, and people out that and you know we are helping advertisers that we work with you know potentially do SEO and SEM campaigns with Google and things like that. We're great partners with them. A lot of it is like we want to make sure that we can still we still continue to provide that type of value to our customers, but also work together with a Google or work together with a Zeta who is much more on the front line of it and you know have a lot of the uh, you know the, the data behind it that help you know move us in the right direction where with the way the industry is moving as well. Yep, most definitely. Absolutely. Well, um, man, this is great. I know that you know we can you know anything else you'd like to follow, you know follow up with you know Zeta's capabilities, you know what Zeta is really doing and uh, with the cookieless world and beyond, and you know do you know and, and anything that you think would be important for us to tell our advertisers and our and our partners that you know especially with you guys being such a strong partner for us yeah i i would definitely recommend you check out anything and everything that our chief technology officer joshua Karan has written he's he's published on ad exchanger um and he's really a, a one of the main people who's leading this fight uh against the deprecation of cookies um, so, and he's definitely working with a, a wide range of other industry leaders uh, to try and make sure that we're developing a solution that is both beneficial to, to Zeta, to the entire ecosystem, to our advertisers, because at the heart of it, we want to make sure that digital advertising is continuing to be a business that drives measurable, truly quantifiable impact on a business and isn't just a way to, to waste media dollars. Because there's definitely people out there who've come to think that either whether it's programmatic or whether it's another company, um, will waste your media dollars. And that's never something that we, we want to do. We always want to make sure that we're, we have a saying of never miss a growth opportunity. We always want to make sure that we are chasing the next growth opportunity for our clients. Ad advertising itself is meant to be something that drives positive ROI, no matter what type of campaign you're running. Um, and that's what we want to see for all of our clients. So um, to, to really drive up the, to understand the argument from, I guess, a larger industry perspective, Joshua Karan's your guy. Um, he's got a lot published out there and, and uh, can hopefully help us, help everybody understand why this is so important for the industry, why it's so important for our advertisers, um, and uh, hopefully how we can have a positive outcome in the future. Absolutely, and I'll get with you and I'll make sure to post those articles and, and that he's posted. And I think it's just great reading material for you know the small, the advertisers out there that know of it, 
but don't truly understand exactly how it will or will not affect their business because it is an important piece for them to know moving uh, going forward. The great thing for us is that we have partners like Zeta that you know they're you guys are at the forefront of it and you guys have you're already doing things. You stood the moment this came out, you immediately started taking the steps necessary to help us and help our our, our clients, you know, be prepared for it if it if and when it does actually come. Most definitely. And that's that's one of the the founding elements we do as a partnership. We're always going to have your back. We're always going to be an extension of you. Um, so at the end of the day, we we want to go out and win. <laughs> Losing is not something we're a fan <laughs> of. Uh, so we want to make sure our, our clients are winning to as a maximum degree as they can. Absolutely. Well, say, Spencer, I know we, uh, we've gone about an hour. I appreciate the time. Hopefully the next one we'll do, we'll, uh, we'll do in person, uh, be a little bit, you know, better back and forth, but honestly, I appreciate all the time. I think it's extremely important what you said about CTV and Zeta's capabilities that we have available for them, uh, with CTV and the growth there. And then of course the fabulous world that we're coming into, but let's not panic. We're here together as partners. We have partners such as yourself that are help leading the charge for us to make sure we're doing everything we can for our, our partners. 100%. Like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy says, don't panic. It'll be okay. <laughs> All right. Appreciate it. Hey, have a good one. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. This podcast is brought to you by Q1 Media digital campaign execution and optimization since 2004. Thank you for listening.